This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Jack Nelson has his roots from the deserts of West Texas and the piney woods of East Texas. He got his hands on his first guitar when he was just four years old. He honed his skills in his church worship band and playing in a rock band while he was in high school. He took a break from music to join the Navy and serve his country, but picked it back up again in 2012. He joins us on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about his musical journey and his latest album, Going Places. Hi, Jack. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, man. Thanks for... Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us today. I know it's uh, uh, it's earlier for you than it is for me here in Virginia on the East Coast. Where where are you exactly? Tell us. Uh, I'm actually in Texas, in the heart of Texas, in College Station these days. Uh, it's just kind of good home base. Get to hit both coasts with equal disarray in the amount of time it drives takes me to drive to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Texas has has been home most of your life. Yeah, yeah. See, I was born down in Corpus Christi and uh, kind of raised down on the King Ranch until I was about ten, and then uh, you know, ended up going to college over at Sam Houston State University. Oh, cool. And, you know, I've got family all over the state and bounced around. And aside from the five years that I spent in the Navy, traveling around the world doing that, and I've called Texas home ever since. When did you catch the uh, music bug? My dad was a hobby player. He, uh, him and my brother, both my older brother played alongside with him. And uh, my dad would, he, it was something he picked up in college. And when I was about four years old, they bought me my first guitar. And, oh, you know, cool. they like to joke that I came out of the womb screaming on pitch. <laughs> so <laughs> just always been singing and I'd never shut up, just rattling. So, yeah, um, that's awesome. I've been singing along to every note and everything that I'd hear all my life. And I never intended to uh, ever grow up to be a full time musician or singer songwriter or any of that stuff. It was just always something I kind of did as a hobby. And then, uh, while I was in the Navy pursuing that dream of flying airplanes in the military, which I got to achieve that. And, oh, cool. um, nothing really, uh, you know, it, by the time I was done with my five years of doing that, I was like, man, I just want to go back to Texas and kind of figure it out. And I started picking up some hobby gigs on the side, uh, about 11 years ago. And, uh, very quickly those hobby shows started turning into uh paid bills and um so i had one semester left at college and uh i took that semester off to see if i could do it full time and um it was tight i was able to pay my bills and you know kind of live a life that i was okay with at the time and so i uh 
went ahead and finished my degree just to have it and then sure. walked away from a quarter million dollar a year job to just play music and be a broke free musician wow that's I awesome i'd be yeah, yeah i figured i'd be much happier making my own schedule living my own life doing something i absolutely love as that's opposed right. to yeah waking up and going to the box every day yeah yeah oh man that's cool have you been able to maintain that yeah, yeah. So for eleven years straight, I've been uh, full time traveling all over the country and wow. uh, bouncing up. I usually try to spend my summers up in the Rocky Mountains and uh, get out of the Texas heat, and then uh, go wherever else the wind calls me, and uh, just load up the van with the with the dog and go out <laughs> and play music all over everywhere. And, yeah, you know, I toured extensively with a band and all that stuff got a great bunch of friends and just kind of getting to live the life and live the dream yeah that's so cool what what is the dream life of a musician for you what what does that look like what i mean you know if you uh, give me a, a snapshot uh, of what a week might look like uh, gig and wise like uh, i so many people dream to do that and and haven't quite figured that out there's a lot of people that have um but i think the question of those that that haven't is how do you do that what does that look like so just just give us a kind of a snapshot of what it might look like for you to maintain that you know not having to have the side gig going all the time that you can do this full time what what type of gigs might you uh might you have to string together over the course of a week to make that happen yeah, I mean, so as much as I would, you know, love to say that it is that romanticized version of just partying all the time and, you know, going crazy and, you know, living the rock star life, um, like the, the honest truth behind it, it's just like any other business. Um, and you're you're working for yourself as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and, you know, especially as an as an up and comer, you know, you don't have the management teams and the support teams and the marketing teams and the, you know, all of the different things that um, you see a lot of the bigger artists have that put all of that stuff together for them while they just get to write the songs and sing the songs. So yeah. Some yeah. of them aren't even writing their own songs. So um, I get to wear all of those hats. Yeah. Um, I, I do all the booking, you know, so that, you know, that it starts on, I usually try to take my Sundays and Mondays off um, because I'll, you know, finish out the weekend runs of gigs and stuff. But, you know, I think whenever I first started doing this, uh, my goal was if I could just book one show a day, um, and that would be my ultimate goal. I'd wake up in the morning and uh, try to book something out, and I'd spend 12, 14 hours calling and emailing and all these different mm. menus and trying to give them whatever material I had to try to get my foot in the door somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then once I got that one gig, cool, I could call it a rest for the day. And then the next day, wake up and do the same thing. But with the legwork that I would put in the day before, you know, people would end up calling me back and I'd get that one of the day. And then I could focus on other things mm -hmm. like putting together media content and building the flyers and building the schedule and the routing. And then on top of that, you know, of course you got to put the band together and, you know, find time to rehearse with them if you can. And um, hopefully you can get a core group of players that will stick with you long enough that you don't have to practice as much anymore because mm -hmm. you're playing so much, mm -hmm. you know. And that's that's the way I ran it for about 10 years was, was doing all that. The last couple of years I've been doing a lot more solo stuff just to focus on 
this new album that I just put out. I put out an EP back in April, and then this new album here in August, and getting all of that stuff together has required me to take a lot more time away from the band to be able to put all of that together. And then now we're looking at going forward, starting in 2024 and playing a lot more full band stuff. So we're doing all that. So it's a lot of office work during the week. And then finally, whenever I get to get on a stage, usually it kind of starts depending on the week. It'll either start on a Wednesday night or a Thursday night and, when I finally get to be on the stage and play and visit with people, it's exactly that. Like it's play time because the yeah. work's over for the week. And then, but you know, at the end of the day, it is still work. It'll bog you down. And by the time you get home at, you know, six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, if you can, if you're still kind of staying local week to week. Um, and by local, for me, anything less than four hours away from, from home is a local show with <laughs> Texas being as big as it is. Yeah, sure. So yeah, we'll get home super early on that Sunday, and then I'll have what I call the musician's weekend and take Sunday and Monday off and start the grind all over again on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. That's, I appreciate you sharing that. That's uh, very, very interesting. And I think, um, y- you know, as, as a uh, – I've never been a road musician, and uh, but I've – talk to a lot of guys like yourself and as a as a fan standing in the audience um listening to an artist perform it's really easy to to overlook all of what you just shared <laughs> you know that yeah. that's what it takes uh for most musicians to be able to to do it at least do it the way that you've been able to do it and and and, and do it full time what you love you know it's you've got the the world is full of weekend warriors that you know stay within 50 miles of home and 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 are able to play and, and enjoy that lifestyle but but they're not but they're still working a day job so um i i appreciate you kind of giving us that 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 snapshot because i think it's oh yeah easy to uh, forget that so my uh, my wife told me the other day she's like there's a term for the kind of person you are and it's <laughs> like you're a disruptor and so like i'll peel back the curtain and you know i'll show you everything and the inner workings of how everything works and, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know if something's wrong i'll call it out and i was like finally i can you know People kind of admire the disruptor. That's something I used to get in trouble for in school <laughs> all the time. <laughs> to grow up and be that, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah, that's cool. Kind of a sigh of relief. So you mentioned the the album. Is this uh, technically your debut album? It is technically my my debut solo album. Going places. Um, yeah. Going places. I uh, I released an album back in 2015 with my band. Uh, with my road band at the time uh, that we ended up redacting. And so some of those songs will resurface hopefully in the next couple of years. But uh, this uh, this collection of songs is stuff that I've been writing and crafting over the last seven years. Okay. Awesome. Um, that I'm just, I'm super proud of every one of these songs and how they came together on this album like i said the ep that i put out back in april i think we went in i went in and tracked those uh back in 2016 with uh my first batch of studio musician work and doing all like kind of as a this is kind of the direction i'm going to go with the solo project stuff and it took us six years of you know family issues and different things and all the troubles that go along with the, the way of 
you know, life's getting in the way and right. it took us six years for us to finally get those mixed and mastered and out to have a good solid foundation of music sitting there so we could gear up to uh, do this release for going places. And, uh, it's been, it's been great. Uh, all the feedback on this going places album has just been huge. Uh, I ended up do as a, uh, first radio promotion, um, song. I, I chose Roadrunner off this album just cause it, we did something really cool and Western with it in the studio and you know jody bartula who produced it he's also cody johnson's fiddle player mm, mm-hmm. so uh, we got to get that camp out of their super traditional country stuff that they're doing and let them put their weird hats on a little bit and kind of break <laughs> from that mold and yeah we just we had a great time with that and roadrunner i ended up uh even self-promoting that to the radio because i've you know been around this industry for so long now that I, I get the inner workings of how a lot of things go down and how it needs to happen. And I was able to, uh, solo promote to a top 50 spot on the Americana or American country music charts, mm-hmm. um, with Roadrunner by self promoting and doing the whole thing. And, you know, that's, as part of that, that weekly workout, yeah, of, that's you exciting. Know, doing the job, right. getting up, calling all those people at the times they need to be called and, you know, doing all that promotional stuff so yeah super excited about this album putting everything i have into it that's for sure and now i've kind of been able to garner up a little bit to get some more radio promotion behind it and really help it take off and it's been getting talked about all over the world and played all over the world and just trying to do my best to keep it growing and and going so i can potentially make a lot more music coming out soon you know the the more that this can take off the more i can do in the sure future, yeah my favorite thing in the world to do how far ahead are you that. are you looking like what's next are you are you already thinking about the next project and do you have songs kind of uh already in the bag that you're going to be working on for that i have at least two more albums worth of material put oh, together cool. okay um that i that i would like to do and but in the meantime i really want to take my time to to focus on this collection of songs from the going places album because there's so much that went into all of these Mm -hmm. and so many years of just hard times on the road and just it's a it could be a whole movie making (laughs) behind the making of the songs in this album and uh Super, super excited about every single one of these songs. So I think we're going to do a, a good, solid individual radio push on about four of the tracks and do as best we can as just trying to uh, trying to promote this album and uplift it as much as possible before we get ready in a, yeah. another year or two to start releasing the next project. And it's it's got a really solid Americana feel to it. Um, w- when you play, obviously you you've got to fill other time than than what tracks are on the album. Do you do you try to do all hundred percent original music, or do you do, add some covers? And I, my question would be, if you if you're adding covers, who do you particularly like to to lean on uh, as far as other artists to incorporate into your set list? Oh, live, yes. Um, mm-hmm. So for my live shows. There's a there's a bar in uh, 
in Waxahachie, Texas. It's called the Rocket Cafe, and we were playing there one night, and had the band with me, and uh, we we had got done with our show for the night, and the bartender walks around, and she comes up to me. She's like, I've been working here for 25 years, and of course, everybody and anybody who's come up through Texas has played this spot. Okay. She's like, I've been playing this bar or working this bar for 25 years and I love mashups. And she's like, you are the master of mashups Hmm. because I'll take, I'll play anything from Coolio to George Jones in the same song, you know, or or the animals or, um, you know, anything like that. And so I really, I I pull from a lot of different sources because I wasn't listening to, just one particular style of music you know mm-hmm. my dad was a uh, very much an old school uh, marshall tucker merle haggard guy yeah ario steve wagon and all that and you know having a brother that was five years my senior uh growing up in of course we picked up a lot of that late 80s early 90s grunge stuff to mm-hmm. to grow up with mm-hmm. and then uh you know coming of age and closer to the uh the Metroplex area of Dallas, Fort Worth, you know, we still got a lot of that, uh, pop hip hop influence and stuff that was coming in from all the other cities all over the country. And, you know, it, there was just so much music coming at me from all directions of different genres and styles and everything else. And, you know, I, the, there's, there are certain kinds of musics that music that just, um, I absolutely love and that's what I want to listen to the most uh-huh. and it comes in waves I go through phases like right now I'm on a huge bluegrass kick um, yeah. and have been for the last couple of years because I absolutely love that in fact my mom took me to go see Ricky Skaggs when I was like 17 but oh, at cool. the time yeah. I was playing in a rock band that was covering Avenged Sevenfold so I remember like <laughs> watching it like oh yeah those old dudes are cool like they play pretty good I like that you know whatever yeah. and now that I'm older and a little wiser it's like man I should have paid way more attention to that show <laughs> right um, right yeah now, now that I'm actually like involved in bluegrass so and and that whole thing so my thing is the more I can take from from different genres and um, you know I don't particularly seek out to specifically do certain things um because when i do that the music is never good i end up just kind of when i sit down and i just write what naturally flows out uh-huh. of me or what i naturally start picking that's when the magic happens and yeah. i get the songs i absolutely love so uh, i know long answer to a simple question but we've got you know we'll play everything and anything and Sure. Try to read yeah. the room as best we can to yeah, that's put cool. a new twist on old songs and anything from Michael Jackson and Metallica and you know yeah uh, yeah that's awesome. Of course, hammer as many many originals away as we can because sure. I absolutely love these songs. Yeah, wow, that's cool. So you, you, the album is has is out has come out and been out for how long? August 11th was the okay. day of its uh, official release, so only a couple of so months. pretty fresh, yeah. yeah. Very, very fresh. Um, we released, we did a pre-release on uh, two of the songs. One of them was specifically for Mother's Day this year. Um, wrote a song called Cry For Mama, and I got a bunch mm-hmm. of my Facebook fans to all send their uh, pictures. Of First, I reached out, and I was like, hey, 
guys, send me a picture of you and your mom together. I got this great idea from Mother's Day, and I think I got maybe one picture out of all that. And I was like, you know, I'm thinking of this wrong. Let me reach out to the moms. And I was like, hey, mom, send me a picture of you and your sons. And that was when it blew up. Of course, the ladies (laughs) love to share the pictures of them and their sons. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's cool. Put together a cool music video for just for the moms on Mother's Day. Didn't really do a big media push on all that stuff. It was just like, here's one for the fans that are paying attention and for our moms. And you know, me and Jody wrote that song together when we were sitting around his house and doing all those things musicians do. And I looked up and I was like, hey man, do you love your mom? He said, I love the out of my mom. <laughs> yeah, like, cool. We're on the same page. <laughs> and. Uh, we uh, sat down, wrote that tune, and was able to release it for Mother's Day this year. And then I turned around and followed it up a couple of months later with Roadrunner. And, uh, man, Roadrunner has been running like crazy. Wow, I took some cool. awesome footage and animated it and put it all together and made my own music video out of that as well. And yeah. it's just uh, been taking off for me really good. So yeah. I, I can't wait to see what the what the next few out, out of this one do as we start throwing them a little harder at the radio. But yeah, that's what the music industry is all about. Just that's right. Throwing darts. And that's right. Yeah. Keep doing, yeah. doing what you love and enjoying it while you do it. Yeah. Wow. What a fascinating story, Jack. It's, um, uh, it's cool. And I, I love that you are getting to do, um, what you love to do. And, and it's, uh, it's just inspiring to, to hear you share that story. So the album again is going places. How do you, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? How do you like to connect with your fans and what's the best way to communicate? Any of the social platforms I'm running all of those right now. And they're all at Jack Nelson band or slash Jack Nelson band. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or I guess Twitter's not a thing anymore. X (laughs) if it were, uh, or even through the website, Jack Nelson band.com. There's a contact form there. I send out uh, weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly emails and or monthly emails, just kind of depending on what's going on and what I feel like is worth uh, invading people's inboxes with. But, you know, all the emails that are getting sent out from me are from me, you know. Yeah, it's, that's uh, cool. So do, keeping my hands in it as much as I can and for as long as I can until uh, it gets more than I can hold. Yeah. But I always awesome. want to have a part in it as best I can because I've really believe in the authenticity of everything mm-hmm, for sure and uh, just being able to like here i am like i'm really the dude like <laughs> this is the, yeah. the way i live and what i do yeah thank you for coming along too yeah that's cool well thank you jack I, i've enjoyed talking with you and um can't wait to share this with with our listeners and and definitely wish you the best with this as you continue on awesome yeah thank you so much for having me on this is a blast I'd, absolutely happy to do more if i can thanks again for tuning in to this episode of americana music profiles find us on itunes at americana music profiles and on the internet at americanarhythm.com it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 